Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel with the University of Illinois Extension Service. I'm a horticulture educator, and I cover uh, uh, DuPage, Kane, and Kendall counties. And I thought I'd take some time this week to talk about some early spring lawn care, uh, weather, weather permitting, and conditions uh, right out there. There are some things that we can do in the yard long before it's time to um, start to mow the lawn. And uh, one of the big ones is just getting out there and cleaning up the winter debris, uh, raking up the dead grass, uh, cleaning up the lawn in that general way. And that's just by using a hand rake or a leaf rake. Uh, This doesn't require any mechanized pieces of equipment at all. You're you're just uh, cleaning up the yard from the leaves that blew in over the wintertime, the dead twigs and sticks that may have come down out of the shade trees. Um, um, the, you know, the, the Twinkie and Hostess Ho-Ho wrappers that have blown in from the recycling can, those kinds of things. Uh, and then the lawn rake itself is cleaning up and getting rid of the uh, dead debris, the early uh, dead grass blades that have been on the lawn. Um, and uh, you you were also, by doing that kind of a raking, uh, kind of Raking the lawn back upright, it may have gotten matted down from traffic or snow load in the wintertime. So you're raking it up and giving it an opportunity early on to um, to begin to recover for the season. So that's the, that's the point of why we hand rake uh, with a leaf rake and not something else uh, that's motorized or uh, potentially more destructive to our lawn in the early part of the year. As we have had an interesting winter, uh, it clearly was more mild than everyone expected, but yet we did have our periods of freezing and thawing, and that created the opportunity for some heaving to have occurred out in the lawn. Um, So if your lawn is rather lumpy and bumpy, uh, that just means that the crowns of the grass plants were heaved out of the soil uh, over the winter and need to be pressed down back into the soil to make good, strong contact. Uh, and that doesn't require m- much of an effort in terms of what you need to do, but a lawn roller that's maybe a fourth filled uh, or maybe even empty, depends upon the conditions in your own yard, uh, you want just enough weight p- to press the grass plant crown back in good contact with the soil. And in the early springs, a pretty good time to do that because the soil is moist, pliable, and uh, you're able to press that root, gra- root plant grass crown back into the soil very, very easily. And uh, that's what we're talking about. Uh, any more weight in the lawn roller, and you may do compaction problems and may have compaction issues showing up later, and you don't need that. So the roller just needs to be heavy enough to uh, press the crowns back into the, into the soil. Um, Another thing you can do when you're out, when you're raking the yard or just taking the tour of your, uh, you know, doing a walkabout uh, in your yard, checking out what's going on or the spring bulbs coming up and things like that, you should be wandering through and looking uh, uh, in the lawn specifically. What kind of weed pressure do you have? What kind of perennial perennial grassy weeds or perennial broadleaf weeds have established themselves over the last year or so? Uh, do you have bare spots or thin spots where you might get crabgrass or or uh, goosegrass or some of the other annual grasses coming in there as well? So this is a nice time to uh, do that kind of a lawn weed inventory and decide what kind of practices you're going to put into place this year to strengthen the lawn and uh, minimize the weed 
uh, population out there. Um, typically, we always talk about a, a healthy lawn is certainly much more competitive against uh, against weeds. And the, the 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 healthier the lawn, the more competitive it is. Um, uh, while the weeds are there and want to grow, they can't because uh, the grass plants themselves really prohibit uh, those seeds from germinating and growing. And the thick, dense turf then, um, um, again, uh, blocks out the sunlight, which for a lot of weeds, it's, sunlight is necessary for the germination process. So the weed seeds are there, but they just can't germinate because you've got a strong, good uh, canopy of, of grass um, uh, leaves uh, ab- above those weed seeds. So that's something to do. Um, perennial grass, uh, perennial grass weeds, perennial broadleaf weeds in the lawn um, may take a season or more to really eliminate completely. And while you may be treating those weeds to control them. You need to do the other part of the problem, um, other part of the other part of the uh, solution, by encouraging your grass to grow and be thick, and again be competitive. So if you choose to control the weeds or have the weeds controlled for you, but don't do anything towards making your lawn healthier to make it more competitive, the weeds will come right back in, and it, you've just got yourself a cycle of. Weeds and treatment, weeds and treatment, what you want to do is get to the point where you finally treat the weeds and then the lawn um, in its healthy competitive state really takes over. So you have minimal lawn care, which might mean a spot treatment to a weed if you're going to treat it or an occasional dandelion in its youth that you would, you know, take take a digger and dig it out and dispose of it that way. So uh, healthy turf is really the secret there. Some of the other things you can do that um, are lawn-related but not necessarily the lawn itself is, uh, you know, you, you buried the lawnmower and dug out the snowblower. Well, it's time to switch, switch them, uh, put the snowblower back in the shed and get the lawnmower back out into the garage. And now is a great time to service the lawnmower, make sure it works before you begin to, uh, before you rush home that one, that one day and think you need to mow the lawn and then the lawnmower won't run. So things you can do, uh, change the spark plug, uh, put fresh gas in it, uh, clean the air filter, uh, sharpen the mower blade. If you didn't get, get the deck clean last fall, clean the deck. Uh, that allows the mowers to more thoroughly chop up and mulch the grass clippings back into the lawn. Uh, it allows the mower to run uh, uh, more effectively and uh, pollute less. So there's a lot of good reasons to have a clean mower deck and, and sharp mower blades. Uh, the lawn will look um, tremendously better with a sharp mower blade. Um, it's, it's just uh, one of those things. It's easy enough to do. Uh, we should at least sharpen the blade once a year. Uh, spring and then midsummer would be excellent if you can do it again. Um, those lawnmower engines turn, you know, 2,400 revolutions per minute, and it doesn't take but a mowing or two before the blade starts to get dull. So by middle of the season, uh, it's certainly due to be sharpened again if you can get that done. So keep the blade sharp. Uh, when it is time to mow the lawn, try to re- try the try the one-third rule that says um, you don't want to mow off any more than one-third of the grass blade at any one time. Uh, when you're mowing. So in the spring and the fall, what that really means is you need to mow more than once a week. And during the summer, you might mow uh, that that interval might be more than seven days because the grass isn't growing. 
So be prepared to mow a little more in the spring and a little more in the in the fall and moderately um, uh, during the during the middle of the middle of the season. If you've um, if you're someone that's going to do your own fertilization program, uh, you know once in a while uh, a soil test is helpful to determine uh, what your lawn really needs and to make sure you're not overdoing it and causing uh, problems that way. Uh, if you're only going to fertilize once a year, falls preferred over the springtime. But in the spring, uh, that first that first fertilization probably shouldn't go down until after you've mowed the lawn three or four times. There's a natural flush that's going to occur. That's why grasses go dormant in the summer, green back up in the fall, and and grow rather vigorously again in the spring. Uh, to fertilize that already vigorous point of growth. Uh, you'll be mowing the lawn every three or four days in the spring of the year. So mow the lawn three or four times before you put down your first uh, spring fertilization um, and and then fertilize accordingly through the rest of the year. Um, the uh, it, There's always questions about crabgrass control, and, and crabgrass is the, the the annual warm season grass we all are are familiar with. But a crabgrass control product also controls all the other annual grassy weeds that might show up in our lawn, like our foxtails and, and goosegrass and things of that sort. So um, you want the soils warm enough to have the crabgrass starting to germinate. Uh, you put it down too early, and the control will fade away before the crabgrass is finished germinating for the season, and you'll have crabgrass anyway. So timing is very important with crabgrass control. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up program. Always a pleasure. I'll be back again next week.